The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We have two guests today. Uh, first, we have Dan Andros from Faith Wire. Yay! Hey, Andrew well, Dan has returned. Hi. Hello, thank you. Hi. Hi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Glenn, top story. Uh, top story today is just, I believe, Wiley Coyote is on the loose. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. Could believe. be. Uh, there's something apparently going on on the border that I guess we're going to talk about. Mm. Yes. Yeah. All right, Dan. Uh, mine's in the movies, but it's not a top story because the media doesn't want to cover it at all. Love it. That's what we like to hear here at The Blaze. Andrew. Uh, I lost the Mega Millions lottery, and I want to talk about too. that. I did, too. What? I okay. know. It ruined I my money. We all have so much in common. <laughs> I know. So if crazy. Any of us, if any of us would have won, if any of you would have won, would you have even called me to say, I'm not coming in? Nope. I would have, I would have laid low. I'm I would have, I would have come in. in and acted real normal. You still would have come in? I love my job. Oh. I mean, I have to say that because you're yeah, my boss. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the minute she wins, <laughs> right. I'm gone. Right. I won $5,000. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got a lot to get into. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. Uh, Glenn is really excited about Brick House because they have this product, Field of Greens. Well, I would just like you all to write to my wife and tell her Glenn doesn't have to eat all of his vegetables anymore. Today might, might not be the day to request mail to your home. I would say, uh, of all things, I don't think today's the day for that. You might be right on that one. Uh, <laughs> email it, email it. Okay, yeah, email, email it. Email. Yeah, okay. uh, so anyway, uh, because I'm, I'm having my field of greens, and I'm enjoying it. I'm not having a problem with it. I'm taking it every day. I love it. And I still, last night, You've got to have some broccoli. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. That's why I'm taking this. This is a hall pass. Hall pass for vegetables. Hall pass for vegetables. Right. So this, this is a marriage supplement that we can give? <laughs> yes. 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 Yes, actually. Yes. So one scoop is a one full serving of fruits and vegetables. You can mix it in whatever. You can mix it in water. You can really mix good. it in milk, it's smoothie. Fine. Yeah, it's delicious. And you can go to BrickHouseBlaze.com and get 15% uh, off of your order by using promo code GREENS. Or you can text GREENS to 41411. Glenn, Wiley Coyote. I want to show you a picture of the um, bomb that has shown up, one of the bombs that has shown up. Now, there's more bombs that have been showing up now, I guess, with uh, um, more Democrats on the Hill. I can't remember all of them now. But this is one of them. Now, what do you notice on that bomb? Disguised very well. I mean, I mean, you would just never <laughs> notice. Never notice. There was something right? wrong with inadequate this package. postage. <laughs> right. Okay. Doesn't right. appear to be postmarked either. Right? Yeah. So here, here is this bomb. It has wires on the outside. From now, I don't, I don't make bombs professionally, so I don't know. But I did go to experts on this. I've watched twenty-four, all the episodes. I watched all the episodes. <laughs> Everyone said this bomb is ridiculous. I mean, even the most. Even the most fundamental bomb maker would not make it this way. You don't put the wires on the outside of the pipe. Because you will... Set off sensors. Yeah, you yeah. will... It's easy to detect. It'll be detected immediately. Just ask Bill Ayers. Right, yes. <laughs> but go back to the picture again. There's something else uh, that is interesting. Anybody else? On the pipe. There's appears to be a flag of some sort. ISIS! <laughs> of, an ISIS flag. Mm. Which is just... I mean, why not just put Acme Bomb Factory on it? <laughs> it's who is, is sending these bombs 
Not one of them have gone off. All of the, He sent like a dozen of them out. All of them uh, have been caught. All of them apparently look like this. This is Wile E. Coyote. You, either, you are either a cartoon villain or you are trying to send a message and trying to get people to think, ISIS is after you. Right. I mean, the fact that they did, none of them have blown up is very strange. Secondarily, if you are going to build something that's going to blow up, you probably don't waste the flag decal, right? right. Like it's going to blow right. up and no one's right. going to know right. uh, who sent it. Um, it is a right, very strange, be, I mean, right. Picture that scenario, right? You're opening the, oh my gosh, an ISIS flag, boom. <laughs> yeah, right, like, wow. No one knows. I understand. <laughs> I understand with Wile E. Coyote, you've got a box that says Acme Dynamite. Yeah. Okay, or a big round bomb that says Acme Bomb. Are you sourcing Wiley Coyote in this news podcast? I, yes, I am. So, I mean, I understand it because it's up on the shelf, and you're like, I'll take a crate of that dynamite, and I'll take that Acme Bomb over there. Yeah. This is handmade. There's no, you, why would you do that? Why would you put that on there? This is someone trying to send a message, ISIS is after uh, Americans. Now, maybe it is an ISIS person. Praise Allah, they're this stupid. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you'd have to be pretty stupid to make that contraption and put the ISIS flag on it and send it in and think that people are just going to be like, right. oh, oh, it was my God. ISIS. And it's, it's none of them have gone off. Right. Isn't right. the return address from Debbie Washerman Schultz yes. on several right. of these? Yes. Which, and she probably didn't do it. No, <laughs> I don't think it was her. What she, she received one. So what she would be the, what would be the political? Well, she received it because it was sent to the wrong address, and the return address was hers. So it was sent to Eric Holder. The return address was hers, so it came to her that way. Sorry, Dan. No, I was going to say, what would be the motivation for politically, like for ISIS, to target a bunch of liberals right now? Like, what are they doing right now that has caused them such, you know, you know anger and, you know, the, you know yeah, that they right. normally have? Like, why are they sending them? Well, it what could the be, it, I mean, let, let's, let's, I mean, obviously, somebody wants either people to believe that these people are being targeted or somebody is targeting these people. So let's just take it as they are being targeted by somebody. I highly doubt it's ISIS. And again, I celebrate if this is how stupid they are. Why would you put that on there? Because maybe you could uh, get them because they're being so horrible uh, to you know Donald Trump, and I'm going to get them and to throw them off the track in case one of them doesn't go off. I'll help Donald Trump because you know all the Republicans just want war. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's a cartoon. Right. <laughs> I mean, and look, this is all just rampant speculation. Yes. Right? We have no idea. And it, there's no real point in the speculation. We're going to at some point know the answer, um, we would think. Unless he's connected <laughs> to the guy who shot everybody in Vegas. Then we have then no Then we will chance. never know. We'll never, <laughs> we'll never know. I thought it was, was interesting, though, is immediately after the everything, all of these had the return address for Debbie Wasserman Schultz for some reason. And CNN was quick to point out that, no, we do not expect that Debbie Wasserman Schultz actually <laughs> Actually right. sent these packages, which was <laughs> and interesting. So kindly put her return address. So right. did that. Well, she, she's the she's the former chair of the Democratic Party, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And then there, it's also the former president uh, and uh, former president. So this could be a time traveling terrorist. <laughs> it, could be, it could be somebody from two thousand nine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just don't now know. We thinking. just don't know. Now you're thinking. Uh, but I do think it is, it is right to to. It was to assume that it was not Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I think we can come to yeah. that. But the same people saying, of course, it's not Debbie Wasserman Schultz, are very quick to say, well, it's probably a right-wing terrorist or it's some because it's all Democrats. And we, now, remember, we're only a week away from 
uh, Trump getting a suspicious package, uh, Mattis getting a suspicious package. Uh, we had Ivanka Trump recently get a suspicious package. I mean, like, this is not one side or the other. It, you know, we, we hopefully will get an answer on this, but the idea that everyone's going to come out and make up their mind before any of this is realistically based in fact is just... It's Could so- I just balance the scales a little bit? Sure. Seeing that CNN and everybody else is saying this is most likely a right-wing terrorist, well... What would you have to gain uh, as a right-wing terrorist? That wouldn't make any sense. You wouldn't have anything to gain unless you're just wound up too tight and you're crazy, which is probably what, if it is somebody real, that is, is probably what it is. Or if you would send a bunch of bombs to people that you knew wouldn't explode... It gives the talking point of, look at right-wing people are just crazy and they're going off. It is just as um, logical to say that it was somebody on the left trying to make people believe that the right-wing is trying to blow all these people up as it is to say, you know, it it really is a right-wing person. We have no idea. No. Can we we throw in another theory? Mm -hmm. Uh, The stoner theory? I'm just picturing, all right, we're, we're picturing all these diabolical schemes from people who want to, like, create some political point. What about the other side where it's just, like, some guys going, you know, it'd be funny, dude. Like, let's just try to get some, in the news and yeah. throw these things out there. Like, You'll I mean, never that, know <laughs> with the ISIS flag You'll be freaking out about it. Yeah! Great. I've got another conspiracy theory I'd like to say. Um, I think it's Ted Cruz's dad. Yes! Oh, oh my God. Yes, Raphael First Cruz. he murders our president, and then he tries to murder two old presidents. Oh, wow. Very good. Very good. Too well. Andrew right. cracked the code. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, I know we got a lot to get, get into, so I want to move on to what's going on at the border. Yeah, I know we got a lot of stories today. I'll keep this one short, but I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, Donald Trump is elected. A big portion of this was his, you know, he was going to be a hawk on the border, right? He was going to stop illegal border crossings. Uh, and, you know, he talks really tough. And his first year in office, border, illegal border crossings did drop fairly dramatically. Um, at the time, you know, we were talking about this in that you, talking tough may work for a while, but mm-hmm. you have to ab- actually do something about this if you want to stop it. Now, I am a big proponent of making legal immigration easier. I think that's a really sensible solution, but we do need to have a rule of law, and I understand that. This, though, however, when you don't do anything and you just talk tough, what I think happens uh, is, is what you're going to see here in these numbers, which is the numbers have jumped back up now to uh, levels above many of the years of Barack Obama uh, in his second term. Um, you know, it was it did drop down to 415,000 uh, in 2017, but is back up over a half a million at 521,000, which is higher than 2013 and higher than 2015 and sl- just slightly behind 2014 and 2016. Um, you know, it. This is sort of consistent with some of the critics of Donald Trump from the right who say, you know, he's he talks this big game, but he's not doing anything on this issue. Uh, And I think the numbers back that up. I think it's interesting to watch what happens here. And and it probably is causing a lot of yelling in the halls of the White House right now, because this is not the sort of thing Trump wants people to believe about his presidency. Um, You know, again, I don't think anyone's talking about an actual solution, which would be to let people come in more easily. And and, and, guest worker program or something. Yeah, something where, you know, people who are good, that can be screened and and are good additions to our society can can be welcomed. We should be welcoming immigrants that come in legally. Uh, Instead of making that process easier, we're always talking about the illegal part of it, which, again, when you're talking about there are gangs, there are criminals, there are people that do wish us harm that cross the border. uh, And those are important to keep out. But we don't seem to make that differentiation. And honestly, this talk, all the talk about the border, we were two years into this. 
and it, nothing has changed at all. Why do you think that there was the drop in 2017? I think it was a tough talk, honestly. Just I think the, that they were scared of the, the rhetoric. Yeah. I, I do think it, I do think it worked. Through. Yeah, I, I do think it worked for a short time, and, and that makes sense, right? Like, you know, he he acted like such a, a border hawk and said he really was going to do this. He's going to build a wall. He was going to punish everyone. He's going to send everyone home. We've seen all the reports about people or Captain Cages and you know, like all of these really scary things. I think if you are one of, uh, an, uh, it's not going to stop a criminal necessarily, but if you're an illegal immigrant who just wants to bring your kids over and you're willing to try to bend the law a little bit to do that, you might be intimidated. Intimidated. A year later, when you've seen really nothing's changed and there hasn't been much going on, I think you probably risk it again. And, you know, I mean, there are other reasons for it. It's not all that, but uh, I think it's interesting to see that bouncing back and showing that really, I mean, there's been really no difference between the results when it comes to Donald Trump and Barack Obama. Uh, all right, more stories to get into when we come back. I think there's going to be a big change, depending on what happens with this Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. All right, talking about movies and what nobody else is talking about, Dan. Yeah, well, the media, shockingly now, is ignoring uh, a movie that's doing well, considering it was its release size, uh, the Gosnell movie. Um, and uh, even more interestingly, not only is the media not, only two outlets, I think it was the LA Times and one other, Forbes, actually reviewed it, even though it was getting pretty good numbers uh, on its opening. Um, but then the theaters started dropping it. Even though it was performing well, usually you would see maybe an increase in that. You actually but, saw the, the, in two of the theaters, was some of the highest returns. It yeah. was in, in, mm. in 30 movie cineplexes, 30 different movies, uh, they were number 8 and number 10, and they were dropped. Yeah, they were averaging 1,800 to screen about. And then what was the movie, Bad Times at El Royale? Did you guys remember seeing that? Oh, yeah. That? I yes. forget who was in it, but it was one of these... You know, some big, I don't know, like, like a Will Ferrell type thing. I don't remember who was in it, though. But, but that was at like 24. I don't know. I don't think it was Will Ferrell. All right. But anyway, it was, uh, that was like 2,400. So it wasn't that far behind that. And then they start dropping these things. And this, of course, mirrors uh, back when the Gosnell trial started. Uh, the media, there's a famous picture from that where um, uh, the media just wasn't there. They were, you know, there's like one reporter there, and it was all empty chairs as they were covering this guy who was literally, I mean, it couldn't be more salacious of a story. The guy's slitting babies' necks. I mean, even even pro-choice supporters were mortified by what this guy was doing. That's how bad he it was. It was like fairly late-term abortions things, too. No, yes, no, no. They were, yeah, they were was, being they born. Were, they were born. Yeah, this, was, this was, yeah, this very was late. Yeah, yeah, straight out yeah, murder. Yeah, like, look yeah, at this, look at this kid. He's big. And then yes. slit the yeah. neck. I mean, did you just see, did anybody see the movie? I did not. Yeah, no, you did. I'm going to, but I did I saw it. It is... It is um, not, it's not shocking because it's gory. It's not gory. Um, it's shocking that nobody knows his story. Yeah. I thought I knew the story, and then I'm watching it, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, first of all, they caught this guy because he was, a, he was he, they were doctor shopping, okay? He was giving um, script out to his high school nurses, and saying, go to this pharmacy, you go to this pharmacy, and he was getting pills. So they were going in as a drug bust and had nothing to do with abortion. 
Yeah. Uh, they go in and they find this, and it shows in the movie that like the officers are like, as they find all the feet in the jars, and they're like, "Is this normal? Is this what?" The, they had no idea. Then nobody covers it, and everybody um, everybody dismisses it. This thing is literally. They had dead babies in garbage bags in the hallways. Oh. Um, the place must have smelled. It showed the cops kind of walking in and doing this. Um, and they had cats all over the place. He had trained, trained, in his words, these high school students to act as the anesthesiologist. And he would say, they would, they would say okay, you've got a, a procedure. I'm going to do the procedure at uh, 8 o'clock. I'll be there. And he'd say, just prep her and I'll get there. And uh, so it'd be like 8.20, 8.30. And this high school kid is administering the anesthesia. And they're under. And would call and go, okay, doc, I mean, are you coming? Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Just keep her under. People died yeah. from that. Yeah. And nobody knows. No, no, but th- I mean, this guy is the, probably one of the biggest serial killers, if not the biggest serial killers in our country's history, and it was just a yawn from the media. And, I mean, my personal opinion on that is because there's no interest from, from the left, who's largely pro-choice, in shining a light on, on a movie that clearly shows the horrors of what abortion really is. Because, that, because even though those are late-term, that, that's what abortion is even earlier. It's still a human inside at an earlier stage. It's just a little bit smaller. You know, he, he, he could have gotten away with it if it wasn't for a couple of brave doctors, because when they took him to trial... No one, no doctor would testify and say, that's not the way you do these procedures. No doctor, because it was too political. And they were like, I don't want to get involved because then they'll firebomb me or I'll be blackballed. I I have nothing to do with this. So it was one brave doctor, a woman, who came and said, this is not the way you do any of these procedures. He's telling you lies. They had only one witness that was willing to do it. So, so was the, real quick, was the movie good? Because, I you thought know, it actually of, was. These types of movies you know, get criticized for not having the production value and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, oh. I, I, watched, I, I watched it on my iPad, so I, you know, I, I right, didn't right. have the same experience. Right. Um, but I was, so, I was so shocked by what had happened. I actually had to call the writer and say, okay... How much of this did you just kind of spin? And he's like, no, that's it. In fact, we toned it down. Wow. The guy is so cold and creepy and calculating. It's did, it's Silence of the did, Lambs. Did they get into his like his psychology or the the motivations behind? Because I can't imagine it's just money at that point. No, it wasn't. Like he I'm was cutting just, corners. You know. No, he just it, it, he he was about money. He was a pig. He didn't care. He didn't see anything wrong with it. I mean, when they he came, he still to defends his, it. I mean, he yeah. still doesn't defend his actions. Yeah, when they, he when they came to pick him up, I mean, you should, you should see it just because it, it's the, the character yeah. analysis of this guy is unbelievable. They came to the house and and uh, they're talking to him, and he's he's like picking up a sandwich that was you know on the couch. It's just a mess. There's cats everywhere, and he's just casually eating it and talking to them. I mean, the guy's just over-the-top bizarre. Mm. 
Uh, all right, Andrew, winning the uh, lottery, sadly, it was not any of us. I'm going to take this in a different direction. Uh, yeah, the, a huge, huge lottery ticket has been uh, given out to somebody in South Carolina, though we don't know the details yet. Uh, I know I'm a relative. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. uh, uh, so, uh, um, a huge amount of money. I didn't get it. I think uh, lottery tickets are fun. I probably spend like like ten bucks on lottery tickets a year or so because I enjoy paying for the fantasy. Uh, it's yeah. like two dollars for it, so it's fine. With me. But the, the thing I wanted to point out is that um, these are generally uh, a part of a, a, a consortium of state governments that are doing this, where it's it's not just a private lottery pool that some gambling agency is doing. It's an actual state government that uses lotteries as a way to supplement spending. So, in effect, this is kind of a voluntary tax on poor people. It mm -hmm. tends to be very exploitative. It tends to be more. I'm doing ten dollars a, a year, and I can I could probably go up to twelve and not hurt my budget. Wow. Right. Uh, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, a lot of like a, a lot of you know disproportionately working poor and poor people are buying these, and it's a way for politicians to um, have the budget without actually having to go and raise taxes to do it. Uh, and uh, on top of that, I think there's a high degree of hypocrisy with with state-run lottery tickets because a lot of states will outlaw gambling, but they'll have their own gambling yeah. that they have a monopoly on that right. they actively encourage people to do in place of actual raising taxes. You know what's amazing is you would think that our founders would be really against a lottery. We have in the museum a lottery ticket signed by George Washington. They were all sold and yeah. signed by him. He ran it, but it was not a government lottery. He was yeah. a private lottery. And, and like that's why I think, because I... I totally agree with you on the the states should not should they should it should be legal and companies should be able to do lotteries if they wish, but you know when it comes to poor people are disproportionately affected by it. Well, I mean, if they choose to play, they choose to play. Right. 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 If it's a private group, if it's a private group, yeah. You know, you even said I like to, you know, have the fantasy. Oh, yeah. Ten bucks for it's the a, fantasy. Two dollars for a fantasy. It's great. I had yeah. amazing. Actually, my fa I was talking to one of my friends about this yesterday. My fantasies were actually pretty terrible. It was like <laughs> I was like, you know, I could get an apartment and I could get three or four extra bedrooms, run them out on Airbnb. And it, like my friend's like, you, know, you need to think bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I like, have these dull, pragmatic fantasies that involve like index funds and things. But uh, all the same. Oh. Oh my gosh. All right. Before we go, I want to make sure to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Uh, there's been a bunch of hurricanes that have gone on and stuff that, you know, you got to plan for. You have, you, because you do. You have food, right? Mm -hmm. You have storage? You have food? Um, you have food I, I don't have like a big, no, I don't. I, I have four kids now and it's just, it's, you just gave up. It's, I, I gave they up. Start, they, I, they eat it all. <laughs> I find wrappers under my kids' bed. It's just, it's a disaster. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? Four kids. You know how that works, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. No. Uh, how many kids do you have? Huh? Hmm? What's the exact number? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> think, I think under four. No, not, not under four. Well, it's no, no more than that. All right, all right, all right. My, so emergency food, everybody should have it. Two weeks food supply. You know, 72 hours is an absolute minimum. You know, these dopes that live in New York and they're like, they have no place to store anything. They, you know. I lived there and I had a go bag the entire time wow. I was there. Wow. Good for you. My, my, my mother is funneling all of her grandmother instincts into giving yeah. me survival equipment. So yeah. I had, I was good. No, so, so he could get to the bridge and be blocked in <laughs> yeah. on the right. island of New York. killed for the <laughs> go bag. Well, so here is, here's a deal for you then, Dan. Um, yes. we, you can get two weeks of emergency food supply. That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 75 bucks. Okay, so I'm going to get two of those because then that will last me with my crazy family yes. one week. Right, but <laughs> yeah. then you've got a week. That's good, right, yes. Uh, but everyone, everyone should have some sort of uh, food supply. So you can go to preparewithnews.com and get that two-week food supply for $75. Back in a minute. I also, as a, as a gift to my like closest friends, I made them tiny Faraday cages with walkie-talkies and a map to my house. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Glenn. And if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Uh, really quickly, I want to hit on what you were discussing, Dan, on radio today. Yes. Yeah, we created something uh, over uh, at Faithwire. We created something called setfreecourse.com. And what it is is... Um, we are combating what I think is probably one of the biggest problems facing our country today, and that is the epidemic of pornography. It's getting incredibly worse because of technology, incredibly, incredibly more prevalent. And, and actually, after we went on and talked about it earlier, I got an email today from someone who said, is this course understandable because I have an 11-year-old who's looking at pornography? Oh, no. And so, you know. Yeah, the problem is, is that, you know, when I was a kid, it was like one magazine, now it's your kids, I mean, my, my son, when he was 10, he was surfing uh, the, the, the web. We were gone. He was with a, a babysitter, and he came to her shaking with the computer and couldn't even talk and was like, I, I, I just saw something. It's so graphic now that it just gets worse and worse, and it's going to just cut all of our relationships apart. The biggest problem with marriage right now is pornography. More marriages split because of pornography. Whatever that problem is that gets her, it starts with pornography. So I have a quick question before we go. Is Does food porn count? I think that's okay, right? Yeah, food porn's okay. What are you doing with the food? Yeah, totally okay. Oh, yeah, it's a great, great always ask a follow-up. It's a hard issue. It's a hard issue. (laughs) All right, see you guys in overtime. It's important to follow up when you have those moments. You need more information. It helps you get to the bottom of it. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Glenn, listening to the uh, mainstream media talk about this migrant caravan, they're saying these are all just, you know, peaceful refugees. And okay, so first of all, okay. You know who they are. Right. right. We don't know who they are. Um, and they're not looking at who they are. And they're not looking at the origin. And they're not telling the truth about what is this going on. Um, Pence said um, yesterday, we had the governor of Texas come on, and he said, you know, we have some information. Uh, and he said, I don't want to get into it, but Venezuela is involved in this. He, he, he didn't say, did he say Venezuela I think he with did. us? I know Pence said that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and here he said, we know who's funding. Yeah, yeah. We know who's funding. Then a few hours later, Venezuela. Well, this is something that we've been talking about for a while. Um, Venezuela uh, and Cuba were involved with the Honduran regime. Uh, that they're all, they were Marxist, communist uh, regimes. And they tried to put something together called ALBA. And I don't remember what it stands for, like American states and whatever. Um, but um, they were a pact, and they were kind of sharing each other's burdens, and they were coming up with a new currency for this this pact. And I think there was ten or twelve countries in South America that were involved, and they were all the worst of the worst. Then the Hondurans, um, the Supreme Court of Honduras found that this uh, the president of Honduras, who was part of this Alba thing, was going in and trying to change the Constitution. And he was going in one day to change the Constitution and basically 
to turn it into a dictatorship, basically do what Chavez did. And uh, so the Supreme Court said, he's a danger to the country, exile him. So they picked him up, they threw him out. Well, this group that is now the caravan, they have been protesting that exile. And they are part of this whole Alba thing. Now, how do we, how do we have Venezuela involved? Venezuela and Cuba were involved not only ideologically, but they were also sharing resources. They want Honduras involved in this. It dramatically impacted them. Now also you have Maduro, who is blaming the United States for trying to assassinate him. There is, they will not allow any U.S. aid into Venezuela. I mean, Mercury One is trying to get into Venezuela and help them. We cannot get in. Can't, can't bring a loaf of bread to Venezuela and help them. He is really dead set against us. He has been funding this group. Now this group is on the road. And if you look at all the pictures, they're not women and children. They're all 20-something guys. There are children. There are some women there, but mainly 20-something guys. The media is refusing to look into the connections with Venezuela we now have it confirmed through the vice president that it, it is being funded there. I asked today uh, on radio, CNN, just as humanitarians, why don't you just go down and look? How are you getting? There's now, they say, 14,000 people on the road. You're not all walking into a town and buying the water at 7-Eleven. <laughs> How are you getting 14,000 bottles of water when anyone wants a drink? Where are they going to the bathroom? Who's providing medical services for 14,000 people? Somebody's going to hurt themselves. You know, how are they being fed? We've run events before, and it takes a lot of preparation and planning. Okay, now 14,000 people? How's that possible? Just as humanitarians, they should look into how are you keeping these people safe? They don't want to. They're now saying these are just lovely people who just want jobs. They're fleeing oppression, blah, 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 blah. We also found out today that there are two more waves being formed, not in, is it Nicaragua? Where was it? I can't remember. The other, Guatemala maybe. There are two more waves, same group, okay, doing another wave. So this wave will come, then there's another one, then there will be another one after that. This is not good. This is an invasion force. Strip all of that away and just ask yourself, out of seven to 14,000 people, that's a small town, okay? There's no one bad there. There's no one with ill intent. You're telling me that there's no radicals, revolutionaries, MS-13? You've talked to the people, and I want you to watch this. This is amazing. They, they asked the question, so, you know, oh, Trump and everybody's saying there's criminals here. They asked the wrong person. Listen to what he said. Criminals is everywhere, okay? Uh, it's criminals in here. For, I mean, it is. But it's, it's not that many. I mean, it's, it's good people in here trying to get through. Uh, through Mexico and then get to the United States, but that doesn't mean that everybody's a criminal. 
Right. That's the point. That's why you can't have 7,000, 14,000 people rush across the border. If you're good, you are oppressed, you need shelter, come on in. If you're a criminal, if you're a revolutionary, stay out. That's why this won't work. Well, go ahead, Stan. I was going to say, won't our faces be red when they show up at the border and say, we're just going to Vancouver. We just want to pass through. Because <laughs> uh, I think that will be, we will be really embarrassed that they, they, they were like. a police airport. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like that. I mean, we got, we should help we, Canada's we, feelings here. They should always feel a little sorry. Everyone wants to come here and no one wants to keep going up there. Regarding the criminality of this, I mean, didn't we have an Ellis Island system for a very long yes. time where, I mean, yes. is there, I mean, I don't know, is there a way, could we just let all the women's and kids in? Can we do that? Or like, like how, I, I, I'm not sure how you go about doing this. My, my inclination is I think most of them probably are looking for a better economic opportunity. And like my position remains, as long as they open up restaurants, come into America. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm willing to. Have, uh, the, the, the thing is, we have a set of laws. If you don't like them, change them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's, it's like, like I, and I, I'm with you on rule of law and everything, but it's like we've set the speed limit at like 15 miles an hour and a lot of people are caught speeding. Like the, no, law, no. the laws are so I know bad. That. No, I, I know that. I'm, I'm with Stu. I think I'm with you. I want, the, I want the world to come here. I want the world to come and live here. But I want the world to come live here and bring the best of you and mingle with the best of us and make us better. Yeah. I don't want a subculture. I don't want a bunch of revolutionaries here. I mean, typhus is now going through Los Angeles. Typhus. That's like yeah. scurvy. <laughs> so when's the last time we had typhus? What about, real quick, what about the, the precedent that it sets to, you know, any troublemakers trying to get into the U.S.? They know, well, if we get a big group together and rush the border and demand entry, we get in. Well, I mean, I, I don't think you should just have an open, wide gate with nobody coming in without any any checking whatsoever. Right. But I would, you know, I, I think we can probably apply, even in this situation, more resources that are there to do reconnaissance and things and go, okay, most of these people seem like they're all right. I think having like a, you know, so, a criminal background check on everybody from like an FBI level, that's not possible to do. Yeah, but, you know, there's, and this, is, this was my suggestion when they were, you know, when Obama was putting the kids in the cages. It's not this hard you know, they're saying, well, it takes a long time. No, it's not. Appoint 80 judges. Right, that's DMV. We have them. This is the DMV. Right. I mean, this is why, like, they say it's hard. Like, right. like can we get a private enterprise yeah. down there to process All you'd people, have to you do, know? maximum 80 judges right on the border. You come across, great. You have a week. We want to make sure that we've checked you out, blah, blah, blah. You come in front of the judge. We have our stuff. You tell us your story. If you're oppressed, if you're qualified, whatever, boom, you're in. Yeah. Why are we making this so hard? The yeah. answer is we're making it hard because it's good for the political parties to always be fighting yeah. about this. Yeah. And, and it, well, like it, it does, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about, say, with progressives, um, that there's, there's this heuristic of victim and oppressor. This does feed into a conservative heuristic, which is civilization versus barbarism. Mm -hmm. And it also feeds into the oppressor versus victim thing. So in terms of wherever you are on that, on, on either of those ideologies, it's hitting that part of you that's really going to a, a and that's why I think it's so important when we went down uh, to the border and we I mean I brought how many semi trucks did we go down with it was like four million dollars worth of aid to the border for all these people that were here treat them humanely have a heart these are people some of them are bad, but the vast majority are people who just are, some of the children were terrified. Let's be kind to them. Let's have a heart. 
but also let's recognize the rule of law. It's why, it's why people who are like, I can't deal with the other side. I don't care what side you're saying that from, you're wrong. We need each other. We need the heart and the head. We need both of them. Yeah. It's almost like we need a pioneer on this issue to like sort of create a new narrative and like a new, you know, you're talking about both sides and how they argue each side of it. Like it's like we almost need somebody to kind of lead and say, okay, here's the new option that we have because <laughs> there's no other option. There's like no third option. Here, at, you know, there's like little needles and little things that we can tweak and levers we can tweak, but nobody has come up with something that we can all say, yeah, I want some of that. You know what? In New York, Larry Sharp, he's a libertarian. We've talked to him. We have a. I think this weekend my podcast yeah. is an hour and a half with Larry Sharp. Do you have you? Oh, heard I'm a big Larry Sharp fan. Yeah, this guy. I, I would love it if he became governor of New York. This guy has answers like that. You're like, wait, wait, we can do that? <laughs> of course you can. Completely out of the box. Yeah. Completely takes and dismantles all of the crap that the two sides have been saying. And he's just he's asking the question: You want to fix it or not? If you want to fix it, here's how we fix it. And I'm telling you, I've heard him now three different times. I can't pull his stuff apart. It, I think it would work. But everybody is, well, it's binary. It's binary. Of course, sex, male, female, not binary. <laughs> but this is binary. You can only choose it's science. This there's there's right. Republican molecules and Democratic <laughs> molecules, and there's nothing else. There's nothing else. We, didn't, we, we didn't make Don't any of this stuff up. Don't be anti-science. Don't be anti-science. Switching gears completely, Stu, mm. uh, Lori Laughlin posted quite a controversial picture. This is a great uh, addicted to outrage story um, because uh, she she is she's doing a movie in one of the Hallmark movies. And let's now. just say who she, what was her name on Full House? I have is no Becky? idea. But she's the Someone. she was Uncle Jesse's girlfriend or whatever. Oh yes, I remember yeah. the face. Yeah. Yes. Good for her. She's looking so, good. Yeah. <laughs> so she does these Hallmark movies and if you don't well, I'm a connoisseur of Hallmark and Lifetime mm. Christmas movies. Watching approximately 20 to 30 of them every year. Um, I, I freaking love them because just some of them are so cheesy. I just love can, it. can we guess what the problem is? There's yeah. no minorities. Yeah, uh, that's a great guess. Oh, a great okay. guess. Uh, her teeth have not been fixed. <laughs> that's, no. So she must be British. No, that's, no, there's that's no British it. controversy here. Uh, there, was there, controversy. Is a, there is a person who is clearly a height challenge. <laughs> yes, no, no, you're, right. no, that's not it. All good guesses. The, the question, the commenters on the on her Instagram post were upset that she would bring politics into Christmas, uh, and I think oh, it's God. You, because, see, it's a red hat with white writing, just like Donald Trump's hat has white writing. And it's a, a red different hat. Yeah, kind of hat. Different kind of hat. He does love wearing beanies. He does. He He's a beanie guy. A lot. But it says another <laughs> yeah. Christmas does, yeah. Hallmark movie. Yeah, another it doesn't Hallmark say anything about Donald Trump. It didn't have anything to do with Donald Trump. Maga. But that didn't stop people from being triggered. In the, in the, and it's like, then you have the other side pushing back and saying, this is insane, and they start this big war. It's, it, first of all, Hall, there's nothing more uniting than a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's like, not that anymore. Is a not as yes, yeah, I know. Can I tell you something? Yes. What do you say? We just go from state to state. We rent out the biggest stadiums, mm -hmm. and we get all those people together, and we put them down the field, and we give them baseball bats, and we say, <laughs> go at it. <laughs> and we just eat popcorn, right. eat a hot dog, and just watch. And you can sit up top and do like one of yeah. these, like when, uh, yeah. you know, when <laughs> I mean, just these people would just, no, if these people would just just kill each other, the 80% of us can move on with our lives and actually do something. I, I, it's like uh, the last couple of years, you're either at a, a barbecue or a, a cocktail party or a wife swap or something, and you're just 
You're looking to, you're, you're just, you're wanting to eat brisket and everybody starts getting mad. You're like, I just came here for the brisket. I didn't come for this existential right. fight between good and evil. <laughs> but seriously, red is a Christmas color. Yes, uh, it had nothing to do with Trump. She's not, does not seem to be a Trump supporter I, in say. any way. I'd be surprised way. if she was. Uh, it's just, but it's just silly. Right? Yeah. People are just constantly out. looking for that reason to get pissed off yeah. every day. Has she come out and tearfully apologized? Uh, no, she she actually pushed back against it, and she had most of the people mm. who recognized how silly it was. But I mean, in a way, that's also part of the problem. Like they all fight. But what are you, an idiot? What a moron you are! You think that this is about Trump? Where are you getting that from? And they all started fighting amongst each other. It's like, first of all, it's Christmas. It's, a, it's supposed to be a Christmas memory. Hallmark, it's the most milk toast, like nothing, no controversy, nothing movies. And in the middle of this feed, everyone's killing each other over nothing. There, there was a report that came out recently, and I don't remember the organization that did it, but it was doing a, um, a survey of kind of Americans and where they were along the spectrum, and it defined it liberal or conservative, but um, how angry they were. And it, what it ended up coming up with was that there are like kind of seven different groups of Americans, you know, whether you're a liberal activist or a traditional liberal or a moderate. And of those seven groups, basically the extreme right-wingers and the extreme left-wingers are really shouting loud, and the other five groups are just kind of t- trying to keep mm-hmm. their heads down. And I think that's true. I think there's they're a lot of people... The, they're the exhausted majority. The exhausted majority, yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of people on that Instagram thing that were like, I just wanted to see puppies. Yep. That's all I came on here for. And they're not commenting uh-huh. because they don't want to get involved with the nonsense. Mm-hmm. All right, today's poll... Uh, what do you expect from the 2018 midterm elections? Oh, this is a good one after talking to uh, Sean Spicer yesterday. Mm-hmm. A blue re- a blue wave or a red wave, or a, just like a red, like maintain. Red tie. <laughs> red ripple. <laughs> red tie. <laughs> uh, and then yesterday, yesterday's question was, how concerned are you about the approaching caravan of immigrants? 77, 77% of you said they were very concerned. 13% slightly, but not too much. 8% not at all concerned. 2% the approaching what? Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. It's an interesting poll to take when you don't know what the topic is. Yeah. Like, why would you? Why would the two percent be like? You know, what, I'm going to participate in this. I'm <laughs> outspoken but very busy. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Dan, before we go, can tell everyone where they can find you. They can find me. Uh, you can find me over at uh, faithwire.com. Faithwire.com. And, and the, uh, the course. And the, the course, course is at uh, setfreecourse.com. All right. Thank you so much for being good here, job, and thank you, thank Andrew. You, good job. We'll see you guys tomorrow. What, we're chopped liver. You don't thank us. Yeah, we're here every day. All the time. We're here every day. Ever. Ever. In this stupid, stupid show. Whoa! And then you just think it went on. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.